Hello guys and welcome to the latest episode of the MSC Performance Podcast with me, Mark Coulson, Luke Rogers and Jura Muchnak. Yeah. <laughs> did, I, did I do good? You did very well, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. How are you, Jura? Are you well? I am very well, yeah. I it's been was a long a time off. since you've had a potty. I was a bit off of work because I wasn't well, but I'm feeling back to my gold self now and uh, yeah, ready to get back into it. You're pretty much on that one-to-one work-to-ill days at the minute, aren't you? With the Fungate 23 and then the Ronets. And it's been a, a slow start, but you're ready to push on for Christmas. Slow start, but ready to push for Christmas and obviously the new year as well. Awesome. What you enjoying? It? What you enjoyed about your time at MSC so far? Ah, where do I start? Um, I think mostly the coaching element, uh, being able to showcase obviously my abilities, um, coaching people of all different kinds. So... Um, recently started working with a Mai Tai boxer as well which was quite interesting and cool and slightly different to what you would do with your regular general population but um, yeah mainly the coaching aspect I have to say what about the uh, pigeons the pigeons I'm not a big fan of the pigeons I'm not gonna lie um, <laughs> but we are working on getting them out as well it's cool that you've got like a nice little squad now of people that you're training from like a diverse backgrounds of different sports, which is obviously one of the reasons why you wanted to come over from the commercial gym setting. Uh, you're working with a um, roller derby, roller Mai derby Thai basketball player. It's pretty exactly. cool. Yeah, it's a very diverse portfolio, isn't it? Very diverse. Yeah, and with enjoying the, every second of it. I have to say, it's it's interesting how different strength sessions are uh, made for different sports. So yeah, really enjoying the process now. So what are the starting points for you, Euro, when like obviously we have our MSC methods and things like that, but just for the listeners, what uh, we, you know, you get someone coming in who's got a Muay Thai background, what are we what are we looking at initially? Well initially uh, a good consultation to obviously see if there's any past injuries. Um, obviously that's gonna be what the program's based about, but then just looking into the research behind the sport. Uh, which I always like doing because I like to keep up to date with everything um, and then yeah evaluating what what is the best way to take it from that point onward uh, obviously depending on any competitions that are upcoming and such but yeah uh, mainly the consultation I think is the biggest starting point like the energy system demands the strength yeah the strength demands of the sport yeah, yeah injury prevention in general as well so I think it's cool because I think like a few years ago when people would come from like a, spe- a, sp- a specific sport, they'd almost try and mimic things a little bit too close. And I think now people are leaning more to like the generalistic side of SNC and improving like your overall strength. Because even like you'd have a rugby player in and you'd get them doing single leg work, and now it's like well actually they probably just they do enough single leg work by running and doing locomotive stuff all the time. So actually like doing some squats not the worst thing in the world. Doing some deadlifts isn't the worst thing. It doesn't always have to be the specific joint angles. You can build a good general repertoire of strength and, and condition that's going to be a positive thing so it's good to get the balance between those two right but I think in the past it swung one way or the other too much maybe in the past people have trained too much like powerlifters and just trying to do heavy one of them then maybe it swung too too far to being too a bit too boil. yeah exactly too like okay single leg army single leg and we've always been like big proponents of, of squatting and deadlifting and it seems to be coming back now where people are saying that so it's quite cool and do you believe in that as well so it works out well for oh, 100% you. yeah as always, the answers probably lie somewhere in the middle, doesn't it? Um, I think with the, you know, get someone come in and let's, yeah, say Muay Thai, for example, you know, we can over overthink the demands of the sport a little bit, overthink the joint angles, the specific movements, etc. But yeah, as Luke's just said, like, you know, they're getting a lot of that through through the sport anyway. And there's, yeah, we do have to have an element of specificity, but also, you know, there's a, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of benefits from just like following, like, 
you know good you know good sort of standard you know strength General, protocols yeah. really like that would fit most most athletes in if terms you, if of you're, if you're an athlete and you've got two hours a week to do your strength training and you spend it trying to replicate the sport again you've missed yeah. out on your two hours of strength training 100 percent Sure. It made me think actually because remember <laughs> we'd have to go back to the episode where we spoke about what we thought the trends would be for 2023 and I, I was trying to think mine I, I think I said Ben of the world are going to come back in and I think they have a little bit but maybe not to the same extent but yeah. there's other things I think we were talking about like people coming away from uh, from optimal and um, trying to just focus a bit more training hard and I think that's definitely started to happen with people like uh, it Sam Solek everyone's obsessed with at the Sam minute Solek, yeah. and he just like he trains well, obviously, but he just trains incredibly hard. And it's kind of, at the start of the year, everyone was doing optimal training of like chest supported, single arm, one arm. And now everyone's like, well, actually, no, I want to do fucking hard lap pull downs with some cheaty reps in there. Yes. And it's kind of swinging back, which is one of our predictions. Yes. We'll have to do yeah, a podcast yeah. on um, in December, sir, to overview. But it's that, that pendulum swing again back to, back to the center of the answer's probably in the middle. Yeah, yeah 100%. 100%. So, uh, yeah. Um, Something uh, I thought we could talk about today was uh, in regards to conditioning and Metcons. Um, so uh, a member asked us the other day, what is the optimal amount of Metcon sessions I should be doing during the week? So I thought that was quite, a, quite an interesting yeah. topic to go into because the Metcons are obviously massive at, at MSC. It's a super busy class, um, very popular and great fun, great, you know, great energy. And uh, yeah, people obviously get, get great results from it. But yeah, what what is the what is the optimum amount of Metcon sessions should be you know should be doing during the week? And uh, yeah, I thought maybe we could we can expand expand on that. Um, yeah, well, following some kind of a general gu- guideline from like uh, NHS, for example. Um, so the amount of cardio work or some kind of c- conditioning work in a week you should be doing is up to about seventy five minutes of vigorous activity. So which is like basically two Metcons. Uh, in MSC currency, let's say, but um, yeah, so about 75 minutes of hard work uh, on your conditioning or cardio system, definitely a week, uh, which again, it goes into two two Metcons, but these Metcons should be also supported with definitely uh, some strength work on top of that to obviously support the, act- the doing of the actual Metcons and in general, it's good to be strong and healthy, so yeah. Yeah, I think when you're looking from like a health perspective, that's a really good starting point. Is that 75 minutes? Because that breaks down to if, if you're talking intense, 75 minutes intense, which is two metcon sessions, which is a good starting point for like getting the health benefits of the training. I think supplementing that with other stuff like we always speak about, like steps outside of the gym and just your daily awareness of your daily activity, not just sitting down all day and then coming to metcon. If you're looking for like general improvements of health. A good step count throughout the day goes without saying, and then like trying to do two hard metcons a week is a really good starting point for like general health. Yeah, yeah. In terms of yeah, in terms of general health and yeah, conditioning, that's covering all your bases, isn't it? The the metcons tend to be, you know, a little bit more on the higher intensity scale. Uh, obviously, we do vary those a little bit. Some are more sort of steady state aerobic based, and some are a, a little bit more sort of speed and power output. But generally speaking, like that, let's call them you know vigorous, like you know, hard well, hard if, sessions. If you're going off the NHS, is vigorous as well. well like even the aerobics kind that, of classes. Yeah. Go, go for a walk, probably. Yeah. Yeah, vigorous for that. Um, so yeah, you you put that in the in the vigorous uh, uh, bracket and then just yeah getting your getting your step count up and general activity outside of that 
it's just a real nice balance like it's you know said many times before just something as simple as a step count being active you know outside of the gym is massively important you know guys are coming into the gym you know for for two hours a week three hours a week four hours a week something like that um on average and there's a lot of hours left in the week outside of that and just going for you know walks little hikes things like that these are low level act you know this is low level activity that isn't gonna you know spend a lot of your um energy if you like is is a you know it's a free win really it's just you know low uh, stress it's, it's low low stress so what we what we're saying of that is if you're you know going out for you know that 10 12000 steps a day that's not going to take anything out of you for the remainder of the week so like you go out for 10000 steps you're not going to be tired tomorrow um by doing a metcon you might be a little bit tired tomorrow so it's a good like balance to just make sure that the activity levels outside of the gym you know low stress but good you know good reward easy reward um you know we don't talk too much about like heart rate zones on the podcast and things but like you know to put it simply let's say you've got like five heart rate zones that you work through one to five going out for a walk is just going to keep you at like you know level one in terms of your heart rate so maybe level two if you're you know walking uh you know just like low level hikes and things like that and with that kind of level one level two uh heart rate zone training again there's not really going to be any knock-on effect in terms of uh, fatigue so it's like for experienced athletes for example we'll often get them to do like what we call blue blue zone which is like level two um so heart rate's not extensive but like it's building up a good you know good bit of aerobic capacity for very low cost um i think that's the thing when you're doing like high intensity training with the metcon sometimes you just got to be aware that that you know there is a, a fatigue component to that afterwards um so that's why we don't encourage like do, doing two or three metcons a day you know for example is spreading those out during uh during during the week yeah yeah it's not a case of more is always more it's a case of like I think it's good to have like kind of like a, a flow chart of, of what, what what's good for yourself so if you're doing two sessions a week and then you're like how does your body feel I feel really good I feel fresh you can probably add a little bit more then maybe try doing that third session and then you can start to think okay how do I feel on that third session and you're like oh I'm feeling really tired and tired to actually come into it um, do I need to drop that back to, to get a little bit more out of it um, and the answer might be yes I think going two to three like most people would be able to do that when you start looking at going from like four to five or four to six you might start to run into issues where you're not really pushing them much harder. So actually the benefit of doing the Metcon is lost because you're feeling so tired. And that's where you need to start to think about, like, is there any, like if you want to do another gym session, that's where you would do like, you're talking about for your athletes doing your zone too. Like if you're a rugby player, you're playing, you've got two rugby sessions, two training sessions for rugby, you've got your game on the weekend, but you're doing one or two gym sessions. If you add another gym session on top of that, it might be a little bit too much for some people. And that's where your zone two, just your general aerobic work, is probably a good idea without having that knock-on effect and then you can go into your next session feeling good rather than the more just kind of becoming merged and feeling really fatigued in every single one yeah from a rugby point of view like in season there's going to be times where you know at the start of the season especially and obviously off season the the two sessions a week on the field uh, amateur or semi-pro level guys training normally twice a week on the field um like are going to be very very intense and that's where like if you're coming in and hitting another two very very intense sessions in terms of your conditioning in the in the gym or outside then that might be a little bit too much because then when are you you know in terms of recovery and being able to get your strength work in as well um so that's where you might look at the like the, the zone two like some some blue zone like light cardio just to top up so you're saying right i'm going down i'm doing my two hard sessions a week and then once on top of that 
I'm actually just going to do a real low level. I'm going to do 40 minutes, 60 minutes of like real low level zone two stuff. I might even do that off off feet. I might even use the bike rather than the you know treadmill or, or going for a run just to take a little bit of impact off the off the joints as well, so I rec- recover better for uh, for for strength training. Um, but yeah, that's I went off on a rugby tangent then. But we if we bring it back to sort of the average person, I think it's just like yeah, making sure that. You know, when you when you're doing your metcons, you know, like Luke says, if you go into like four, five, six metcons a week, that's where you might just look at, you know, and that's a hell of a lot better than doing nothing. But what you might be better off doing is doing three metcons and two strength sessions, or two and two, or something like that. Um, you know, alongside it, if you're really desperate for extra conditioning, then just doing that lower level, lower level work. Well, I think everyone's got like everyone's got something that they enjoy more than others. So like you got the people that absolutely love strength training and that's amazing and they don't want to do the conditioning and you got the people that absolutely love conditioning maybe don't enjoy the strength training um, but then it's like you would get some benefit from doing strength training so there's got to be a way of like maybe squeezing that in what do you think is like a good starting point for like strength training to if you're talking about dropping down your metcons what, what's a good starting point in terms of like strength training to metcon directly um, well maybe a good split would be Depending on obviously how many days a week you're training, um, but maybe a good split would be doing about two two sessions of strength to support your metcons. Because obviously the stronger you are, the better you're going to be able to perform in the metcons as well. So I think yeah, a two would be a good starting point. That's huge. I think like when we did the metcon games, you saw the people that did the strength training versus not. When you started to push those real high intensities in your metcon, how hard it can get um, if you haven't got that strength training background or if you haven't got the strength to be able to. You haven't got the strength to be able to perform at like the highest intensities it can like really limit the amount of output that you've actually got doing the exercises so it is definitely worth like if you're trying to maximize the metcons to to do a couple of strength training sessions if your goal is just hot is, is just health you'd also benefit from strength training but if it's just health overall you're probably getting enough strength training in the metcons but if you're looking to like really improve your performance in the metcons a couple of strength sessions to supplement that would work really nicely I think that's a really key point. I think a lot of people don't realise the benefits of, of like, and how the two carry over. Um, and the reason it's called, you know, the, there's a reason, like, the trading philosophy is known as strength and conditioning and why MSC is all about strength and conditioning is because you want to get both both elements in. Obviously, we do strength work to an extent in the Metcons, but, yeah, getting a session or two a week on top of that of, like, good structured strength training, like, you know, some good squats, deadlifts, split squats, press pull you know etc is uh is, is is definitely worthwhile doing and as uh, as you've just alluded to look like the the benefit and the carryover is what people don't realize because they just think well you know i just want to get better at metcons and like that's brilliant like obviously want to get better at metcons but the issue is if your strength base is low and you're not able to exert a lot of force like you can sort of plateau a little bit and just end up like you know when we're doing the high intensity stuff say we're doing like 10 seconds 20 seconds max effort on the bike at the end of the day like if you get stronger and you can produce more force through that bike you can achieve higher wattage you're going to be obviously doing a lot more work you know than you would be before that so you know it is it does pay to 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 build up the uh, the strength a little bit and also you do see it you know sort of the metcon games with a couple of medleys like a couple of the guys who don't do as much strength work you know sort of doing 60 90 second medleys you know was a real struggle because you were pushing resistance you know as metabolic you're doing it and you know in in, in the conditioning sense but if you're not strong enough 
like that you know if you're pushing an 80 kilo prowler and your strength levels aren't particularly high 80 kilos is a lot of weight so that's going to take a lot out of you and there's and therefore your energy system is going to be working extremely hard whereas if you're like really strong then 80 kilos isn't a lot for you and therefore energy your energy system demands like your energy systems aren't going to be working that hard so you can therefore go for go go for longer the way to think of that is like if you look at like if you were doing an 80 kilo squat and your squat was 100 kilos versus if you were doing an 80 kilo squat and you could squat 160 kilos the ones working at 80% the ones working at 50% and the amount of work they're going to be able to do that given percentage is going to be so much better um, and that's the same with these kind of higher intensity activities yep um, yeah I agree um, have to be have to be on top of the strength have to be on top of the conditioning but definitely both play a role in each other's kind of um, development development exactly so what about uh, that time of year is coming up silly season Christmas and December and lots of lots of socials lots of things going on temptations of uh, eating out a little bit more having a few uh, few drinks slacking off the gym a little bit um, I put a I put a little email email out a couple of days ago just with a few few top tips and perhaps we could just uh, expand on that what are you what are your go-to's Luke well, I'm a massive, uh, you know, believe in the 80-20 rule. And like if 80% of the time, you know, you eat, you're eating good, you're drinking good, then that 20% is going to be okay. And I think most of the time, like all year round, people have got a good focus on health. You know, I don't think there's anything wrong with, with December being a little bit more like quote-unquote aiming at maintenance. So I definitely don't think you should be limiting your enjoyment of like meeting your family, meeting your friends, which might be like rare for some people especially as you get a little bit older you get a little bit busier like it's rare to have these opportunities to go out with friends so i don't think you should be missing out on these good opportunities by not eating and drinking but i always talk about just controlling the variables that you can do if you're going out on a saturday with friends for food and drink amazing but that doesn't mean that the whole weekend has to be a write-off and it has to be like three or four days of, of drinking heavy eating heavy you can go out for your drink and your food and the rest of the meals in that day could be your normal meals <clears throat> If you're going out for the whole weekday, enjoy it. But then, like the next day, get straight back to your normal routine. Don't try and catch up. Don't try and reduce your calories down massively to balance out what you've just done. Get back to your normal routine and just kind of limit it to, you know, when you are going out, enjoying going out. And when you're not doing that, you can carry on in your normality. And I think just having a few days off over Christmas as well, like mentally and physically, is a really good chance just to have a little bit of a break and a natural reduction and we spoke about it last year like we know from covid that like the amount of work you need to do to maintain versus the amount of work you need to do to get better is so little so like if you have to reduce your training down to two or three sessions from four you're still doing 60 to 75 percent of your normal amount of work in the research it's like 10 to 20 percent is enough to maintain your strength gains so if you have to drop your volume your training frequency down as long as you're getting in one or two good sessions being mindful of like trying to move as and when you can which even if even on christmas day you can go for a little 20 minute walk and i feel a lot better i know you do too mark we're going for a little walk on christmas day um so i think just controlling where you can do and then enjoying when you are going out and not feeling guilty for going out over christmas when it's the perfect chance to do it and, and spend time with family and friends yeah i agree um yeah what i would tie into that is definitely obviously give your, give yourself a break when you need it um in terms of food yeah um it's it's that season where we have a lot of lovely food in front of us so like don't hold back obviously enjoy it um but 
try to keep consistent in the gym as much as you can as well on top of that as i said you don't have to be here maybe five times a week if that's what you were doing before but you know if you drop it down a little bit you're still going to be able to maintain uh, the progress you've already done so i think yeah that, that would be kind of my little bit of advice uh yeah i think the key is as we've kind of mentioned really is the minimum dose is like not throwing the baby out of the bathwater as they say of like right i've got a you know i've got three or four nights out this month like oh forget it like there's just there's no fucking point like i'm not you know i'm just you know feeling a bit shit because i've gone out for a drink and stuff like that i'm just not going to do you know just going to be a bit of a slump for the month i think that's the key is like you know even just one or two sessions a week in the gym will make such a big difference and like so much more than you think you know even just once a week like which obviously we'd prefer you to do more than once a week but even once a week of coming in and doing like one big session you know four times in december will just keep everything ticking over until until january um and i think big one is just the activity levels outside of the gym again like christmas week i don't tend to uh, train a massive amount in the gym like i try and hit like 80 percent of my normal volume if i if i can but that might be like squeezed into two sessions rather than rather than uh, four or five that's a personal preference uh when i go back home the nearest gym's about you know 40 minutes away so um it's you know going twice for me makes more sense than you know going four times um so i can spend more time with family and stuff but then yeah great opportunity to you know get that zone one zone two working go have some nice walks and uh enjoy a bit of country air that's it it's the uh it's the other 50 weeks that make the difference for the year if you have a couple of weeks off over christmas it's not the end of the world um if you can keep your, your, your general activity up and like you said like eat great and drink when you want to when you're going out control it when you're not um, have a little bit of a break from the gym if it's for the week if you can train amazing but if you're I don't know if you're still working or if you just haven't got access to a gym like it's not the end of the world if you have that week off um, and if you can carry on just doing your normal activity staying healthy staying moving you're going to come back in January and be absolutely fine it's not like that one week off is going to kill you if you can train amazing but it's not the end of the world if you have the week off or if you have a week of just doing one or two sessions a week so yeah for myself I always pretty much continue training as normal obviously a bit of a downtime i live around the corner from the gym and uh, my family all uh, if you can't tell from the accident wolverhampton so i continue as normal i know you do a couple of sessions mark what does uh, what do you look like you're um so for myself i usually <laughs> i usually don't really uh, drop off uh, for christmas so how do you drop off from like, like from is it every from session at the minute like, is it? i'm doing three sessions planned three sessions per week <laughs> um but yeah i've had a bit of a bit of a roller coaster with injuries and health lately so that's been a bit shaky but I'm looking to do my normal sessions three sessions a week um, for the past eight years I've been in Birmingham as well for um, Christmas so I've, I've just been training and yeah working pretty much so nice. not really a lot of family time which isn't amazing but it's it's good for training definitely what would training. a uh, what would you typically do for Christmas if you're like like what do you do here and what do, what would you normally do if you're going back to Croatia um, so back home we usually have like a, a big dinner um, with the family on Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. Nice. Christmas Eve, yeah. Um, and then midnight, because uh, Croatia is quite a Christian Catholic country, uh, midnight we go to Mass because there's special Mass at midnight, so when Christmas starts. Um, and then we go back, open some presents, and yeah, it's, it's mainly based around that on, on Christmas Eve. Um, but lately, obviously, the past few years I've been uh, spending it here with friends. Um, just having some dinner again as well, watching some Christmas movies and stuff like that. Just having a nice and relaxed, relaxed time. Favorite Christmas movie? Go. Uh, Home Alone. Home Alone Two. Oh. Die Hard. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen Die Hard. No, I've never seen. Wow. Die Hard. Great. 
films. Do you know? Um, Ke- wow! Can um, you watch Die Hard this Christmas, Luke? Please. I will watch Die Hard. Thank you. Kelly <laughs> has been pushing uh, for us to start watching Christmas movies already, uh, and I'm like, oh, I can't December the first. Yeah, mate. I said December the first. This is what I yeah. said to my girlfriend as well. So there's a bit of an imbalance between girls wanting to watch films slightly earlier than men. But, yeah, uh, it would it would appear so. It's uh, December the first. That's when I can like start thinking about Christmas. Not but not before that. But everybody's different. Uh, with uh, this kind of a bit random, but like with the uh, go back to Christmas. Do you so you guys celebrate it Christmas Eve? Is yes. like your Christmas Day? Pretty much, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's a Catholic. That, um, oh, okay. Yeah, I think it's it Catholic is, yeah, countries, yeah, yeah. isn't it? Because uh, so in Colombia. Um, and yeah, as far as I know, like most Catholic countries, I think. So it's interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. Because now you've replaced mass with mass. Now it's gym. <laughs> I it. gym. Uh, can we not? You haven't seen Die Hard. We, uh, <laughs> we haven't we, no, I really like watching. Uh, I really like watching Home Alone too, though, because I like it when Donald Trump comes in. <laughs> I forgot about that. Thing. And I also there was a bit so stupid, like no one would get it, but do you want to get electrocuted? Yeah. There was this powerlifter that used to come to the gym and he did a deadlift and then at the top he started shaking like the guy holding the electric wire and it always just makes me laugh every time I watch it. And I've got the clip saved on my Instagram and I have to go back and watch it every time. It makes me laugh so much. Um, but yeah, no, I've never seen Die Hard. Um, there you go, Sonia. Should we watch Die Hard together, Luke? Should we sort out a little, I'd like little, Maybe, little yeah. evening? You know we'll we put do? some Die Hard on. We should, we're going to London. Uh, me and Mark are going for a gentleman's meeting in, uh, in London. And I'm going to download Die Hard for the train. Yeah. <laughs> so you can watch it on uh, Netflix. A couple, couple of Guinnesses and watch, uh, and watch Die Hard. There we go. That's Decent. Done. Done. Fantastic. See you next time. <laughs> Cheers, guys. <laughs>